Welcome, my son. Blessed is our Lord, and may his eye gaze ever upon you. What can I do for you, child? Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been, well, ever since my last confession. This is your first time, child. Yes, Father. I... I'm not sure how this is supposed to go. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's rather simple. You confess your sins clearly and slowly. So long as you mean it, the good Lord forgives all. Now tell me, my son, what is it that weighs on your soul? I... Uh, well, I guess we'll start with the beginning. I've lied, cheated, lusted, committed premarital sex. I... Uh, we're all guilty of such things, my child. Please, go into more detail. Did you uh, perhaps have a homosexual experience? Well, there was that one time in college. A couple of frat brothers and myself got pretty drunk and messed around. <laughs> uh, that's pretty gay, dude. What was that? <clears throat> Nothing. Just a, a frog in my throat. Please, continue. Are you writing all this down? Huh? Uh, oh, yes, don't worry. This is for my eyes only, my son. So many confess their sins, it's important for me to be able to keep everyone straight. Oh, okay. I'm pretty new to this, but I don't remember hearing about that before. I guess it makes sense, though. Now, uh, how about anything uh, illegal? You seem awful eager to get into this information, Father. Uh, I'm just merely trying to save your soul, child. You can trust me. Well, there was this one time where... where I had to steal just to survive. Surely God can forgive somebody who stole for survival, right? Who would send a person to hell for taking some food from a giant corporation for the sake of staying alive? Truly, the Bible says that any sin can be forgiven. None is so large that you can't seek and find his mercy. Do I have to, like, attend church service? No, 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 of course not. I mean, you're welcome to if you desire, but, uh, well, you don't need to. Church is often boring, my son. My sermons are more for the elderly and those who love an old-fashioned, slow service. Surely someone young and vibrant as yourself should be outliving life. After all, there's plenty of time to experience the world and repent before your time is up. Now, go, go, enjoy the world, and peace be with you. Uh, thanks, I guess. This is gonna make a great bit. That was one of the weirder experiences I've ever had. Something doesn't seem right about that whole thing. All my life I had to fight off preachers telling me to come to services and this one actively doesn't want me there? Something's not right. I'm gonna drop in on it and see what this old douche is up to. Stories to tell how the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction 
Happy Dumb Day to all of you, and a happy birthday to our dummy Anna Tupa. This episode and the news story may be dedicated to you, but let's not forget that this is all really about me. I am your comedic but very humble priest. You can call me Daddy, or I guess Father if you're lame. And I'm your happy churchgoer, Russ. So, uh, before we uh, get into the dumb, I guess we'll get the... uh, um, what are you, the pleasantries out of the way, and uh, I'll pretend to listen for two minutes about how your life has been going. Oh, so that's how it is. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a fuck of a week, I tell you. I don't know how yours is going, and a lot of people are blaming Saturn for slipping Mercury into the Gatorade or something. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I don't pay attention <laughs> to the fake shit. Um, but anyway, how is your life going? Um, all right. This week has been... It's, it, it's only Thursday, but it feels like this week has already had like 10 days go by. I feel it. I thought today was Friday earlier. I was celebrating. Oh, I thought it was too. And then I was sad to realize that it wasn't. I think I did that last week too. I thought it was Friday on Thursday. And I was like, oh, thank God the weekend. And it was like, oh, God fucking damn it. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is about this week, but I just want it over with. I tell you, we're all, we're all drinking the Mercury Lace Gatorade. <laughs> Uh, anything yeah. dumb or, or exciting or anything you want to talk about? Honestly, not really. This has been a really slow week for me. I finished uh, the season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that I was watching. Um, that was like the most of my excitement for this week. We must be terrible friends lately because I didn't even know you were watching that. Oh yeah, I've been watching that since the beginning. I, uh, I've never watched it once. I don't even know what it's about. But I have heard of it, so I'm familiar by title. I borderline want to say it's my favorite anime, or one of. I really like it. Speaking of animes, I've actually been trying to get into them again. Um, I really like them, but when I'm looking for a new show to start, anime never really seems to be like the top of the list for me. Um, and uh, I tried. I, I finished the second season of Witcher almost a year late. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came out in December of last year, so I was really pushing on it. Uh, Witcher's very good. I don't know if you saw the first season. I saw, I want to say, four episodes of the first season, and then I moved, so I haven't started since I moved. Oh, it's definitely worth uh, getting back into. Um, the second season, I thought, started a little slowly and wasn't really feeling it, but it really amped up after a couple episodes. So, um, But I wanted to watch an anime, and then I saw Netflix also had something that was called... Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, which was an uh, adult animated um, show, or I guess it was a movie, and I watched about 10 minutes of it and could not have given less of a shit. It was just, it was so terrible, and uh, when they revealed the Witcher in the animated series or animated movie, um, I thought it was supposed to be uh, Geralt, Geralt, whatever you, however you pronounce it. Um, because he had the, the wolf metal emblem and, uh, I was like, okay, well this one doesn't have white hair and he's very talkative and happy and upbeat. I'm like, this is not fucking Geralt. And, and then I realized when I fast forward to the end, cause I was like, is there anything in this that's going to be really <laughs> interesting? And then at the very end, it, it, um, it shows him talking to a bunch of like orphan kids and he talks to one like bald little head, bald kid. And, um, he called him Geralt and I was like, Okay, I, I don't know the Witcher lore whatsoever, and I'm trying really hard to get all of the the good back stuff, but I can't fucking I can't get into um, the the manga and and trying to play the old games now is unbearable. So eventually I'll go to play three, but there's so much I don't understand. Yeah, and I think with anime, 
Western animation is totally different. So The Witcher is probably not really a good place to start if you want to get into anime again. Well, I've, I've watched several good ones. I mean, older ones like Death Note and uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and uh, probably uh, more, well, I don't know how recently um, uh, Sword Art Online was, but I've, I've watched it a few times. So, I mean, I'm not completely new and, and out of the loop, um, but I thought, well, since I already watched Witcher and this is supposed to be a back history of Witcher, I, I'll give it a go. And it just, I thought it sucked. It was only like a 67% uh, match for me. So I should have had my suspicions, but, um, I did watch, uh, I did start watching Arcane, uh, League of Legends Arcane. And that's actually a lot better than I was going to give it credit for. I was recommended to watch that a million times and I still have not tried it yet. Um, for- I heard that it's really good, even if you don't like League of Legends. Yeah, I, I I don't even know if that I've even touched League of Legends at all before, um, but I know Jinx came to um, Fortnite as a skin, and I bought her because I thought she looked really cool, and then I saw they did the anime, and I was like, I'll, I'll give it a shot one day, and it's, it must be like a year later, and I still haven't, so I finally started, uh, the first couple episodes were really good, I don't really understand the backstory of what all is happening, um, but it could be just me not paying attention. Yeah, I tried League of Legends once. And that was enough for me. I really did not like it. I don't. I'm not a big fan of MOBAs, and that community is fucking awful. Yeah, the only MOBA that's literally given me two seconds of happiness has been Pokemon, and uh, even that I fall off of after like three rounds. Yeah, that game kind of annoys me too. But like when I tried to play League, I was very obviously a beginner. Like I was a level one profile, and everybody was shitting on me for not knowing what I was doing. Like no shit, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's the um, experience only uh, applications, and then expecting you not to to know what you're doing before you get in. It's exactly what it is. Uh, um, so I'm giving it a shot. It's not bad so far. Um, otherwise, my week's been pretty. Uh, it's been hectic. Work's just kind of like throwing wrenches at me left and right. Uh, not literally, but sometimes it feels like they're trying to. <laughs> Um, and, uh, today was kind of a, a weird day. Um, Kristen forgot to turn off the house alarm and, uh, I, I don't know if she opened the door or Trace opened the door to let the dogs out. Um, uh, but I got the text saying, uh, Hey, there's an active alarm at the house. And I was so sleep addled and fog brain that I, I just texted. I, I wanted to let Kristen know. I said, Hey, you really need to start turning the alarm off. And then I didn't hear anything from her for like an hour. I'm like, all right, I need to check to make sure everything's okay. So I went to text her again, and I opened the chat, and I notified the automated system alarm that it needed to start turning itself off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we started out that way, and then Kristen asked me to bring her drinks before I came home to jump on. She was at work, and uh, Trace had to pee really, really bad. And we stopped at Circle K to get the drinks for Kristen, and I was going to have him use the bathroom there, but the door said you need to ask the associate for the key. And when yeah. we were checking out, yeah, I already hate that because it's, it's additional contact, and that means now you got to handle a key that other people who piss and touch is using. Uh, I mean, not even just piss, but the other things that they're doing in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but, know, gas station bathrooms are very much not clean. Right, and, and you know, now that we've been talking a lot about sounding lately, I worry about what all might be on that key. Ugh. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so I told him just to hold it and I said, we'll see if, uh, the store that mom is working at has a public bathroom. I didn't think they did. 
And we got there, and we were waiting for her, and she wasn't getting our notifications that I was there. And uh, he's like, I really got to go. I'm not going to make it home. And I said, all right, all right. Uh, there's a dumpster right over there. Just go behind it and take care of it real quick and come back to the car because I was parked like on the front side of the dumpster. And when I told him to pee on the back side of it, I thought he knew that I meant like where um, it was going to be hidden from everything using the car in the side of the dumpster. He didn't. He went around the actual back of the dumpster. So, I mean, I guess he listened to me, which was uh, at first. And <laughs> there were office windows lining the entire wall behind the dumpster. <laughs> so I, uh, I told Kristen, um, thanks for the topic for the podcast today, that uh, our eight-year-old potentially exposes genitalia to some strangers so i'm hoping nobody looked outside he made pretty quick work of it but uh i had to get out of there before i got charged with something i'm sure somebody saw it yeah probably i'm sure cops were on their way before we pulled out of there so uh-huh. all, all well but uh you know we'll see if we get a call later about it yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised uh, well, now that uh, my dumb is uh, out there and, and uh, exposed, I'm ready to. Uh, well, before I hop into the the dumb of others, we gotta get warmed up and uh, use flawed reasoning for obnoxious hypotheticals. Are you ready? <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> okay. Uh, our icebreaker this week is: Would you rather wake up every morning falling from an airplane in skydiving preparation? Or go to bed every night with your house burning around you, but the flames die out and everything restores after you fall asleep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, these are some extremes. Now, um, I know you, you've said before that you like Cedar Point and roller coasters. Despite loving roller coasters, do you have a fear of heights? Yes. I, okay. I was talking to Sarah about this, too. Like, when I go on a roller coaster, I usually have to close my eyes going up the first hill. Once, we go, once I go down, I'm fine. That, but, that fucking first giant hill is a goddamn anxiety racker. It really is. I, I just hate being able to see, like, the ground and that I'm going away from the ground. Now, I've never r- rode the uh, top throw dragster. I don't know if you've been on that one yet. I refuse to go on that one, and it's no longer open, so it doesn't matter. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I felt the same way when everyone was posting that the Top Throw Dragster was being retired, and they were all boohooing about how how much of a loss it was. I was like, good, it can fucking burn in hell. <laughs> yep, that is one that nobody would ever be able to talk me into going on to. Because I think the one time that I was there, I watched it have a fail launch, and it you know it shoots up the giant hill, but it doesn't make it all the way, and then it coasts back down. And it's not like a gentle coast; it's a pretty fast coast until it hits the brakes uh, towards the start. But uh, I saw that happen. I'm like, oh, there's no way in hell I'm fucking getting on that thing. Yeah, and when it fails, you weren't allowed to get off. You had to ride it to the end to get off. So yeah. you basically got two rides out of it. But I would not be happy about that. I, I love that, too. It's like, oh, we had some kind of mechanical failure where it just didn't work out. Don't get up, though. We're not going to fix it. We're just going to launch you a second time. I think what it does that, though, is a weight problem where there's not enough weight or the weight's distributed funny to where it couldn't go over the hill. That hill's so got to be terrifying, too, that steep drop. It's 90 degrees. Yeah, I... I I mean, so essentially you're doing exactly what you would wake up to every morning if you chose the airplane. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's it's a nightmare for me too, and I I love and hate roller coasters. When I first get to a, a amusement park, and I only go maybe every couple of years because I plan to go. Shit. Yeah, I plan to go every year, but then it's like, well, I'm going to drop like fifty dollars on eating throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess it would be pretty an individual price because normally you're spending like ten dollars on a piece of pizza or something. Yep. But um. When I first get to it, I, I just look at everything, and I was like, oh, this this was a mistake. I shouldn't be here. I, I don't want to be here. Let's go back and play video games instead. And after yeah. the first couple of rides, I'm usually pretty good and warmed up for it. Yeah, and I'm really tall, so I don't feel like I fit on a lot of the rides. So it almost feels like a waste of money for me to go. I'm sure, too, you've experienced <laughs> we're going to trudge up all of your um, roller coaster nightmares. I'm sure you've also experienced, because of your height, where the handlebars come down, but they don't feel like they're staying tightly latched against you. They uh-huh. have a little bit of wiggle, and you're just like, this is where I die. This is where I'm going to fucking fall out of this thing. Yep. That is my biggest worry about riding a roller coaster is that the seatbelt doesn't latch all the way because of my height, and I am just not here for that. I, Despite all of my jokes about, like, killing myself i don't actually want to die <laughs> it makes you really appreciate life when you're like maybe i don't need a toaster bath today uh-huh um another one that concerns me not for the height because I, I really enjoy it is uh i think it's currently dubbed the superman but it's undergone a few name changes over the years uh it's the one that both ends of it end up in a corkscrew and you keep oh, going back was, and forth that was the wicked twister yeah it was a wicked twister or is it the wicked twister now uh it's rubble now <laughs> Oh, it doesn't. It's not. It, did it break or something? No, they tore it down a couple years ago. Oh, I love that one. I haven't been there since I guess probably the last year they did it. Then um, it used to be called the Superman. Then I guess, but I love that ride uh, until I saw on a TikTok video where like the track snapped in half or whatever. <laughs> I was like, uh. I would never um, go on that one because I would watch it and you could see the two like pillars wobble, and that freaked me out. Uh, there's so many fucking horror videos, but I mean, you have to try to keep in mind that for all of the days of operation every year that, you know, these roller coasters work fine, like you don't really hear that, but then you see the videos of like something going wrong. You're like, well, that's the last time I enjoy anything ever again. It just takes one video of somebody dying on a ride for me not to want to go on it ever again. Yeah. Maybe we're best for skipping Cedar Point this year. (laughs) Not going to lie. I was kind of happy we decided against it. Yeah, it's going to save a lot of money, too, which is is also a nice thing. Yeah, it's like 80 bucks a ticket. That's ridiculous. Uh, uh, So that's one side of the coin. If we're going to look at the other side of the coin, you're trying to go to sleep while your house is burning down around you. So when you say everything is restored, does that mean, like, all of my video games and stuff would be back to normal? Yeah, like, obviously it's all going to be fuel for the fire. Uh, It's all going to melt and burn and all of that, Um, so long as you fall asleep successfully. I guess the the concern there is, excuse me, I'm guessing the concern there is, though, what if you don't fall asleep? Like, surely there's a time limit until this house burns completely down, taking you with it. Do you... Do you maybe fall unconscious from the smoke inhalation and then that counts? Well, the scenario for this kind of just sounds like it's a supernatural thing where you, it just, in the next morning it's going to be fine. So even if you don't sleep through it, all of a sudden your house is magically better. Well, that, but what I'm saying though is if the flames only die out upon you losing consciousness, then if you are too anxious about the flames, and, at, and we've discussed that we're both basically polar bears because we like our houses to be so cold um 
it's actually really cold in the basement where I go to record. <laughs> like, I my nipples are pretty hard. I feel like I can start <laughs> cutting glass or something with them. Um, but um, I like it cold, and if I'm slightly warm, um, I I can't sleep. Uh, power outages in the summer are the fucking worst. I hate those with a fucking passion. <laughs> like, I would and rather I move somewhere that's very prone to power outages, too, so right and, me. And, and I can I can live with like the food waste like oh everything in the freezer went bad because it didn't you know come back on, but it's the trying to sleep when it's like eighty five and muggy. <laughs> uh huh. That's, That's the worst part of it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, right now I think my house is only sixty degrees on the inside according to my thermometer. You're trying to wear that flannel inside the house too, then. I am wearing one right now. <laughs> um. So flames would be really inconvenient, not only with the idea of getting burned uh, or watching my ship die, or not die, uh, I guess it, it's dying in my brain, um, but watching my ship burn and all of that, I'm going to be anxious and it's going to be hot and there's going to be smoke, so you're going to be coughing. I think if I were to choose this route, I would have to go about with like a, a sleep aid, like z or something. Oh, I would absolutely need z for that. Like, you would have to wait until... You'd have to take it, like, you're like, oh, it's getting pretty late, it should probably hit the hay. And then you'd have to take the z you know, however long ahead of time that you know that it's going to kick in. But this is probably for, like, all eternity. So eventually you're going to build up tolerances, and you're going to have to get to the point where you're going to have to start, like, chloroforming yourself. <laughs> well, you, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, surely there's not, like... Uh, a super negative side effect to chloroforming yourself on a nightly basis, right? I'm sure there's not. Not like any long-term damage or anything that can happen. <laughs> no, I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, um, I, I don't know that we need to uh, describe any further details. Uh, like you had pointed out or asked about, rather, uh, yes, when you wake up, all of your shit will be restored. Um, now, hopefully this isn't a matter of, like, Every time you go to sleep, because like if it's nap time, that's gonna suck. Cause I like naps, <laughs> and as we've dis- established, I fall asleep just at the drop of a hat, like you know, at my son's birthday party. So, uh, if it's gonna, but I guess that wouldn't be the case, cause it's not like I plan to sleep. So I think this is gonna be more for if you're planning on going to bed for the night. Yeah, that's the way I took it when you read it, um, because also- it says every morning. It, it doesn't say specifically every morning, so maybe it's just like as soon as you fall asleep, the fire extinguishes and everything magically uh, restores to its its current condition. Um, but oh, the airplane one says every morning. Oh well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So the one extreme is waking up and essentially being thrown from an airplane with all of the parachute equipment and everything on. Um, and I guess you have to really hope that uh, they're both pretty deadly scenarios. I mean, in one, you're looking at potential. Um, parachute opening fail, and on the other, you're looking at not falling asleep in time and burning to death. I feel like with the parachute, that's just inevitable for a parachute failure to happen because you're going to be falling that many times. It's bound to happen, right? And, and it's it's something super fucking small. I don't even know the percentages, but it's probably like you're likely to get into like a hundred car crashes before uh, a parachute will fail to open or something. Yeah, well, I think this one's actually going to be pretty easy for me. I would rather deal with the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the fire would be easier so long as you're able to use the drugs. I mean, not only, like we said, we both have a fear of heights, but also um, 
well, I guess heights could be dealt with the drugs too. <laughs> you could you could fucking drug yourself and get a nice high as you're falling. Um, probably not great though for needing to pull the cord in time. No. Now something else to consider is having somebody over. Uh, Sarah stays the night there occasionally and sleeps over. Now is the fire only? set to you i guess it would have to be i mean how shitty would it be if you were uh having a significant oh someone i can't fucking talk it's already started um a significant other come stay the night and are they forced into this this hellscape that you have to live like are they also being thrown from a plane in the morning (laughs) probably uh that probably a very lonely life because eventually no one's going to talk to you over again Really? And that actually brought something up. So it says go to bed every night when you go to bed every night. So if you're going, so you go to bed and you plan to have sex first before you go to sleep. So does that mean you're having sex in fire? Maybe. In which case it could be a, a hotter situation, uh, both metaphorically and literally. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. I guess it's up to you if you want to set that perimeter or not, because if it's a matter of going to the bed, I, I assumed it was with the intention of going to sleep. So maybe you could fool around, and then it's like, all right, let the fire begin now that it's over. I don't know. I think even with that perimeter, I'd probably still pick the fire, because I don't want to risk falling out of a plane. Well, you'd probably get used to it after a while, and then falling wouldn't scare you until you splat. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be the one time too. You know, on your uh, third year of being thrown from a plane, you're just like, oh, I think my coffee canister is over there somewhere, and I, you know, try to fly to it, and and I'm like, okay, it's time to pull the ripcord, and then you find out it doesn't work, and it's the first time in years that you've been afraid of the height. So. <laughs> but is- also, how do you get home? I guess you're gonna have to fucking have a car take you every day. So you're just always going to know where you land? I mean, it doesn't say where you're going. You might just fucking be out in the middle of fucking nowhere. You might be skydiving in the desert of Nevada or something. Uh, I'm assuming the airplane is going to throw you out where you're supposed to end up going. Like, um, obviously, for work, for you, it would be home. Uh, But for me, it would drop me off at work, and I would just parachute in um, into the building. Um but I guess if you had to wake up and go to the store or, like, you're going to wake up and go visit a friend or something, you would parachute to their house. But how can – speaking of then having someone over, like, for example, you and Sarah are supposed to come over on um, – well, it's not going to be morning Sunday, but you're coming over on Sunday. What if it was the morning and you wake up and she rolls over and you're not in bed because you've magically been teleported to the airplane and you're parachuting over top of my house. She's got an hour drive. She's got to make now to get caught up to you. Yeah. And I'll probably already be half drunk by the time she gets there. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention the inconvenience of if you're supposed to bring something with you too. So, you, you know, Do you have to sleep with it like on a backpack. Maybe, backpack maybe cuddle your PS5 and hope that you don't drop it in the fall. <laughs> because there's nothing that says that that shit restores if you drop something and it breaks on the way down or whatever. So, yeah. Um, but I, I think regardless of whatever parameters we're setting up, I think because of our fear of height, 
despite the heat and being an issue for sleeping, we can drug ourselves and, you know, we're, we're probably going to end up with, uh, Alzheimer's or something one day anyway. So we might as well get a head start on the mental, uh, um, decay. Yeah, based on how good our memories are now, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> right. Uh, so fire it is then? I think so. All right, fire it is. Good enough for me. Uh, that was a lot of brain work. I think these icebreakers are turning more into to hot debates that uh, than they used to be. They really are. You're picking really obnoxious ones. <laughs> I'll have to get Kristen to start giving us some softballs again, uh, where it's just like, would you rather eat your own booger or this lovely steak? I don't know. Um, anyway. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. <laughs> so let's get on then with our newsworthy Neanderthal segment. Uh, this is all for Anna. Um, I'm I'm having a really hard time finding uh, good stories for um, for birthdays. The the people that have submitted their birthdays that I dig through Florida Man stories for they always fall on dates where it's like the only Florida Man stories that are prominently displayed in Google search is like uh, child run or. Um, Florida man runs over child because he was high on cocaine. It's like, I can't fucking do something with that. No, that's not a fun one. So I, I start scrolling and I start digging around. And then after like two articles, it's like Florida man did nothing else on this date. But here's an article that fell on that date about a Florida man from like three months before that. So it's, uh, it's getting tricky to find these dates. I'm, I'm going to need you guys to change your birthdays for my convenience. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get right on that. It's only sensible. I'm not asking for much. No, that's a simple request, really. <laughs> so luckily I was able to find something that um, is interesting uh, that it happened in Florida uh, for Anna's birthday. Uh, so the article we're looking at is St. Petersburg woman accused of riding manatee arrested. <laughs> And as you oh can see, God. a lovely picture there of her. I don't know if she's on the manatee in that picture or if she's, like, trying to lure it in. Um, it kind of looks like she's on it. She almost looks like our QAnon queen. It really does. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get into it and see what, uh, what exactly happened. So, a woman who became the subject of law enforcement uh, publicity effort after she was spotted in September riding a manatee at Fort DeSoto Park was arrested Saturday and charged with violating the state's Manatee Sanctuary Act, authorities said. I'm not sure what that, the Manatee Sanctuary Act, I don't know what exactly that is, but it seems very specific. Um, manatees are endangered and they're very common to see in Florida, so you can't do anything that would hurt them. Can't touch them, can't feed them. Oh, uh, okay, that makes more sense. It sounds more the like she was violating the manatee than the act. <laughs> it really does. Uh, Ana Gloria Garcia Gutierrez, 53, was arrested on a misdemeanor warrant while working at Sears at Tyrone Square Mall, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. So they arrested her at work, not when she was riding the manatee. Well, they probably couldn't catch her in the act because she was going on a joyride on a manatee. Yeah, I don't know how you, I I don't know how you're supposed to try to stop someone who's currently riding the manatee. It sounds like it's the perfect getaway vehicle. 
Yeah, especially if you can't do anything to the manatee. Right, exactly, because then you yourself would be violating it, and then you'd have to stop trying to arrest her and turn yourself in for violating the act. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a a, a paradox conundrum. Uh, I said her name so perfectly, now I can't. Gutierrez uh, had turned herself in to authorities in October after sheriff's officials distributed photographs to local media showing her straddling a manatee at the beach. (laughs) Uh, So she did violate the shit out of it. That poor manatee. I don't know about manatees, but I do know dolphins are willing to fuck people. I don't believe manatees are. And 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 now we're back to the fucking the uh, dolphin blow. It all comes full circle. Uh, it certainly does. Is this the uh, the circle of life that Lion King was trying to teach us about? <laughs> it really must be. <laughs> uh, the photos were taken by another beach visitor who saw Gutierrez riding the manatee September 30th in the water north of Gulf Pier, authorities said. Onlookers called the sheriff's office, but deputies who responded found neither Gutierrez, who was ad- unidentified at the time, nor the animal. What the fuck did she do with the manatee? I mean, manatees can probably swim away. Maybe, maybe it fucking dove under because it was a word for what it was going to do, what she was going to do to it. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think it's pretty common down there for like boats and stuff to hit manatees, so they probably stay away from shallow water when they can. Right. Um, the sheriff's office shared the photographs a few days later and held a news conference on October second, at which Sheriff Bob, uh, fucking Gualtieri. Sure. I- I hate names, man. Why can't we all just be Smith? Uh, <laughs> you know, we're picking these articles with the foreign names. I know, but I fucking said the Spanish name so fucking smoothly, and then after that I couldn't say it again. Oh, your time with the owl is failing you. It really is. I, I mean, I, I haven't honestly been on in, uh, I don't know, let's call it a month. <laughs> You're probably not going to wake up tomorrow. The owl's going to get you. It really is. It's sending uh, its friends after me, asking why I'm avoiding the <laughs> owl. And it's, it's kind of creeping me out that it's sending friends. It's like a very needy ex-girlfriend who's like, why won't you answer my calls? <laughs> anyway, uh, Sheriff Bob, because that's going to be a lot easier to say, referred to manatees as a huge part of our culture here in Florida and decried the alleged abuse of the animals. Go ride a jet ski, he said. Don't use animals. I mean, I would like to say that that's fairly common sense, but I mean, we're in Florida, and I guess as a rule of thumb, if it has to be said, there's a reason it was said. Uh huh. Shortly thereafter, Gutierrez phoned the agency and admitted touching the manatee. That <laughs> sounds dirty. <laughs> you think they uh, brought out a manatee uh, plushie and asked her to show where she touched it at? <laughs> Probably. Um, she later told sheriff's deputy she didn't know that what she was doing was so illegal. Uh, the case there. Were- so I go to I go to Florida frequently. There are signs everywhere to not touch the manatees. Also, not being aware of if it's illegal or not aside, why would you want to touch a wild animal who probably doesn't have any um, socializing experience with humans? Uh, we're in Florida. <laughs> I mean, we we talked. I think it was one of our last episodes. We talked about that sea lion attack on the beach, didn't? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think a couple episodes ago. Did we? Was it a successful episode? I thought it was one of our last ones before we we shut down for a few weeks. I don't remember. I don't. You're asking that. the person with the worst gerbil brain of us all. Can I get started on uh, on the daily ether? 
Um, uh, (laughs) She touched the manatee. Okay, so the case was referred to the Pinellas uh, Pasco State Attorney's Office, which issued the misdemeanor arrest warrant. Uh, Gutierrez was released Saturday from the Pinellas County Jail on $1,500 bail. She did not return a reporter's request for comment. A man who answered the door at her St. Petersburg home late Saturday denied that she lived there. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that was just a, uh, no, she doesn't live here, or if that was an outright denial of uh, being associated with her at all. It was probably a denial of being associated with her. <laughs> probably. But not because he was ashamed of, of uh, being affiliated with her, but because she didn't bring the manatee home for him to take a ride on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just jealous. Yeah, there, there's some bad blood there for it. Mm-hmm. Under the Florida Manatee Sanctuary Act, sea cow molestation. I know they mean. I know. <laughs> I know they mean bothering them. <laughs> but I like too that they all of a sudden started calling them sea cows. <laughs> I mean, the name is interchangeable. Sea cow molestation is a second degree misdemeanor, an offense punishable by a five hundred dollar fine or up to sixty days in jail. I wonder. I wonder if there's a different find for the different molestation. <laughs> that one's probably punishable by like something extreme. I don't. I don't know. Maybe she didn't molest it. Maybe the ride wasn't a um, a transport arrangement. Maybe it was something entirely different. <laughs> yeah, it might have been the other kind of ride. Really, yeah, really weird that they Florida had to uh, issue an, a whole bill on uh, molesting uh, sea cows. It must have been a real issue. Uh, that's why there's a whole act against it. You can't fucking go near him because too many people were molesting them in Florida. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This, this got dark. Uh, authorities said in uh, early October they did not believe the manatee was physically hurt. The psychological impact of the incident is harder to assess, they said. <laughs> I'm really starting to think she fucking molested this thing. It's starting to sound like Because I don't think uh, manatees are like mean or anything or i don't i don't know they seem like gentle dummies yeah that could be um said of of many of my co-workers too um uh, i i really i went from thinking that this was a transport situation to it sounds like she was trying to get that dick i'm sure manatee dicks are like huge i have not researched the topic i do not know what they look like I'm I'm going to be very careful not to get a image result, but I'm going to try to get a Google result. Google result. Oh, uh, you are so going to get an image result. When you look <laughs> how, this up. how large is a manatee dick? I guess I should have put pe- penis as the right. Fifteen inches long. Oh yeah, that's a that's a Vag Destroyer nine thousand right there, and an inch and a half in width. Whew. Jesus Christ! Yeah, she was definitely trying to jerk that thing off. all right anna there's your uh there's your florida story i hope it was everything you expected it to be and uh well we dropped the ball on your birthday realizing too late that you dropped the ball all right russell you have the same access to the same goddamn documents that i do all right you set up the episodes i set them up but you didn't fucking check me and make sure that i was covering our bases so anna i never fucking look at the episode until we actually go to record it so i hope you're happy anna this is your fault that we're fighting (laughs) (laughs) uh fuck uh we're gonna be late on the next one too as we discovered before we started recording so our bad anything you want to add before we get out of the story 
No, because I'm going to get too heated. Uh, hot and bothers the way like you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get on to a next segment. Uh, we haven't done... I think we, we, we changed this one. It was foolproof, and then we decided that foolproof wasn't exactly what we were going for. Uh, we're looking for more... Uh, Weird items that people are selling, maybe, um, you know, things like used condoms, used sex toys. Um, this is uh, not quite so... I would say it's not so grody, but it honestly is still grody. Um, so are you familiar with the girl who was a uh, TikTok sensation, and I think she was an Instagram model too, who was selling her own farts in a jar? I have heard of her. Okay. Uh, i trying to remember what her name was. I'm sure the this article tells uh steph stephanie maddow um so we have a name to shame her with um oh god i think there's an actual video of her collecting the boob sweat too Jeez. anyway um we'll, we'll get to that that's actually what we're, we're here to discuss so uh for any of you who aren't familiar there was this this girl stephanie maddow uh who was a tiktok star and i believe an instagram model i'm not exactly sure how what qualifies you as an instagram model unless you're just i guess showing off your tits on instagram that's probably all it takes it sounds like the qualifier for me um but essentially she was selling farts in a jar so she would eat a lot of like high protein um things a lot of yogurt a lot of uh, eggs and she eventually had to stop i think she made something stupid off of it like a hundred thousand how much i want yeah i know i want to know uh make on farts she was like shitting into a jar oh my god she made around two hundred thousand dollars apparently she was also a 90 day fiance so i guess that's how she became famous initially Jeez. She uh, she was selling her bottled farts to her fans, um, and uh, ended up getting hospitalized because she caused herself a lot of stomach uh, issues. Um, she made two hundred eighty thousand dollars. God fucking damn it! How are we not I, richer? Like we talk about, we joke about doing OnlyFans, and we joke about selling feet pics and all this, but people are literally selling their gastral air in jars. And making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of it. I guess the difference is hot girls can do it, but guys can't. I guess. Fuck. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using filters. I'm gonna start using that filter that that TikTok dude does when he starts stripping and it looks like a girl, uh, or <laughs> or any of the other ones where they try to get men all roused up for uh, thirst traps and they reveal themselves to be a man. Um. <laughs> God fucking damn it. God fucking damn it. Okay, so anyway, let's, let's get into what, what actually happened. So she wasn't able to do the fart in the jar anymore because it was causing problems, and her doctors told her that if she kept going, she was probably going to end up killing herself, and like her heart would burst from all of the gastral buildup. So she decided, being an entrepreneur, that she was going to go a different route. So she's now moved on from uh, selling her farts in a jar to selling boob sweat. Um, it's a little safer. Is it safer? I mean, you sweat naturally. You don't have to do anything special to sweat. That's true. Um, she, I think uh, she does expose herself to the sun a lot for this, so maybe it is uh, somewhat problematic. 
Um, so here we go. Uh, just a quick uh, look at this article. Steph, who previously appeared on 90 Day Fiance, claims that putting a jar together for her fans takes her about 15 minutes, uh, with the social media influencers spending up to four hours a day lounging by her garden pool to get the desired perspiration levels. That's not a bad day's work. Four hours in the sun, you're going to get a nice tan from it. Uh, you're going to get the vitamin D from the sun. And... Uh, and she's making, I think it said $5,000 a day off of it. Ugh. It's fucking disgusting. Both what she's selling, the people who are buying it, and how much she's making off of it. Yeah, it really is. Uh, she said, I love sitting by the pool, but it's also hard work. Don't be fooled. What are you talking about? You're literally sitting there sweating into vials. I'd like to see her try a real job. Oh my god, that, honestly, this is why she doesn't have one, because she was on 90 Day Fiance for being hot. Uh, what do, what, do you know offhand, my, my wife watches all these ridiculous uh, shows, is that one where they have three months to decide if they want to get married or not? Uh, I think it. I think so. But I've it's like, only seen like memes of it, I've never actually watched it. I, I don't know if they're actually dating prior to that and then the engagement's only, or if it's just like, here's a stranger, you're going to live together and act like you're you're happy about it. You know, marriage. <laughs> I keep beating that drum, and one day Kristen's going to beat me. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, um, I don't know. Someone out there knows what 90 Day Fiance is. I'm sure they'll enlighten us about it. Um... She also goes on to say, I also have a great set of breasts, and smelling the sweat, licking the sweat, would bring fans as close as they can get to them. Oh my god. That, that's unnecessary. There are people who are just like, you think they're drinking it? Oh, I am sure there's people drinking it. Oh my god. Uh, who was it? There was a, um, a YouTube star too who sold her bathwater, wasn't there? Yep. I'm fucking sick of people. I, I can't. This, this is why we're overdue for extinction. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure those people buying that bathwater drink that. Oh, I'm certain of it. Oh, God. You think... Oh, God. They're just, like, gargling it, like, trying to get her flavors. Oh. Did you uh. have to say flavors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, she goes on to say, sometimes it can be very... Or it can vary how long it takes to fill up a jar, as it depends on several scientific factors. She's a scientist now. Good to know. <laughs> uh, mainly the heat, movement, and how hydrated I am. I like to call myself the human maple tree, and the boob oh. sweat is my sap. <laughs> oh my god. I hate that. I sit there and collect my sap the same way a maple tree <laughs> does. You know, in a jar to sell to people. <laughs> When you collect maple, you stab it, so that's not what she's doing. Uh, she says, I'm also I'm taking precautions to protect myself. I'm also trying to practice this craft as safely as possible with a proper SPF moisturizer. However, after this past week, I've learned that simple SPF 30 won't be cutting it since I did burn my chest quite badly. So now she's exposing herself to fucking sun poisoning. <sighs> That's how you get skin cancer. Oh my god. She's gonna fucking die wealthy at a young age. That's frustrating. Oh my god. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's really it. That's uh, that's what it is. Uh, it does give us a price on how much she's selling these jars for in case anybody is weirdly interested. If you are, normally I encourage you to tell us that you're doing this, but I really don't want to know. <laughs> uh, let's see, where was that? Oh, there it is. Um, oh, no, that was the, the, the fart jar. Apparently the fart jars were selling for $1,000 each. Jesus Christ. It doesn't say how much the boob sweat jars are. I mean, I guess if she's making some fat stacks on it, good for her, but jeez. Now, there is a, a picture, um, I think, towards the yeah, as the bottom of the article where it's her holding up a jar of what I assume is the boob sweat. Like, is what what's inside of there? It's something red. It almost looks like she's shitting in jars. Uh, part of me is remembering her putting flower petals in it. Oh, okay. So she's not, like, filling entire jars with sweat. Is she, like, scraping up the sweat with flower petals and then putting it in there? I don't I don't know if that's the sweat or if those are the farts. What, wouldn't fucking flower petal defeat the purpose of the fart? I don't think the smell of flower comes from the petal, though, does it? No, but I mean, like, well, I mean, they can, they have scents, they, they, you know, I guess depending on what the plant is or whatever, but. I know, but I thought the smell of flower came from, like, the pollen, not from the leaves. I, I couldn't tell you, Russ. I'm, let's, uh, let's, you know, go back to the, the, the old thing that I used to do every episode where I'd find something new that I wasn't, and this week we're adding botanist to the list. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't tell you. All I know is that whatever is in that jar is disturbing to me because it might be a flower petal. It might be for the farts. It might be for the sweat. Because if she's using leaves to, like, scrape up the boob sweat. Someone who wants to taste her boob sweat is going to have to put that thing in their mouths and suck on a leaf or a a petal or whatever the fuck it is. God damn it. (laughs) And I like, too, that she's mentioning that she's using um, uh, the sunscreen, too, because that means that you're not tasting her sweat. You're tasting the sunscreen, and you could do that for a couple dollars at a store. Yep. I guess you could also get a free sample if you're really desperate enough for it. (laughs) You just give, give it a little squirt in the aisle and put it back. Yeah, you don't have to actually buy it. Oh, God damn it. So, you know, there's there's this woman who's getting rich off of selling her bodily fluids and functions. Uh, meanwhile, I get hit every time I let one whistle. <laughs> so, how I, I hope you feel good about uh, your life and where you are. I feel pretty awful. <laughs> uh, so, if any of you are interested, uh, that is your weekly deal from us. Uh, don't let us know if you buy it. I already judge you guys enough, so you know. Let's uh, let's keep it as um, as um, I don't I don't even know. Let's keep me out of the loop as much as possible. I I, I can't <laughs> fucking fathom uh, what it is I'm trying to get to, but it wasn't coming no matter how hard I tried. That's what she said. I was going to say what is coming is anyone who buys these booby jars. That is definitely true. Maybe that's what they're fucking putting the the petal of sweat in their mouth and jerking off. <sighs> Disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to think about this anymore. <laughs> well, that's fine, buddy, because I have something equally horrific for you uh, to uh, to experience. Are you ready to find out how much worse this gets? 
Nope. Uh, well, too bad. So we're moving on to now. That's what I call sports, and this week is a real fucking winner. Are you? Of course, you're familiar. Everybody's familiar. Have you participated in Thumb Wars before? When I was a kid, yeah. Excellent. So you are familiar with the concept of the Thumb War. However, are you familiar with there is toe wrestling competitions worldwide? There really shouldn't be. <laughs> there should not be. There should not be at all. Um, feet are... And here we go. I'm going to yuck someone's yum, and I apologize half-heartedly because feet are gross. My feet are gross. My wife's feet are gross. Um, I have not found a foot that I thought... I bet my dick would be great between those toes. Yep, I don't want to yuck somebody's yum, but feet are not for me. Yeah, they're not for uh, they're for other people, and that's perfectly fine. You do you, but they're not they're not getting anywhere uh, here on my end. Uh, so, just a brief history. Apparently, the the sport was not actually invented that long ago. Um, it was invented in 1976 in Staffordshire, uh, United Kingdom, uh, by four drinkers in the Ye Old Royal Oak Inn. So, of course, people who got drunk are the ones who are taking their socks off and latching toes together. I feel like only people that are drunk are going to do this. And these are the people that want to spread peanut butter and jelly between their toes. Right, yeah. I, I've been waiting to bring that toes. meme up. Um that that meme that I've I've shared to Kristen several times, asking if, if her love is abundant enough to do that, where one person puts peanut butter in between their toes and the other puts jelly in between theirs, and then you link toes together. That's so disgusting. Because that's what love is. I don't love anybody enough for that. <laughs> Fortunately for you, I don't think Sarah has any interest in that. Nope. And I am grateful for that. Uh, well, I'm going to question Kristen's love until she finally gives in and does it. She wants to do weird things like hold my hand while I'm shitting. I don't know why she won't make peanut butter jelly toes with me. You'd think that there would, the holding your hands while shitting would cross more of a line than doing peanut butter jelly toes. <laughs> you would think. Uh, to be clear, well, I was going to defend her and say, to be clear, she doesn't actually want to hold my hand while I'm shitting. She does it to make me uncomfortable. But I think if I let her, she would actually do it, and, and she would just talk to me the entire time. And then, you know, my, um, uh, oh, God, here we go, being a bad Star Wars fan again. What's the giant pit worm? Sarlacc? Sarlacc. I thought it was. I, I almost called it, like, Sarlacc or something like that. So the Sarlacc. Uh, my Sarlacc pet, my Sarlacc pit would fucking dry up and shut down forever <laughs> if she were in there holding my hand talking to me the entire time. Um, I have never heard of somebody refer to their asshole as a Sarlacc pit. Yeah, it's the first time it came to me, so I uh, I thought I would throw it out there and see if we can't get that spreading. So, one. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, this is a competition that started in 1976. Uh, the World Toe Wrestling Championship was held annually since 1994 at the Royal Oak in Wetton. Uh, and then in 2022, this year, the championship relocated to the Ex-Servicemen's Club in Wetton. Uh, now, of course, like any sport, uh, there are going to be your your MVPs who are the most well known of any uh, of sport <laughs> that you uh, uh, partake in watching. Uh, the most prolific player is Alan Nasty Nash. Uh, he is a multiple time champion, so he's got toes of steel, apparently. 
And uh, in the women's competition, Lisa Twinkletoes Shetton is the the big world champion of uh, the sport. Do they have to like work out? Like do toe curls? You've got to do something. I don't know what you do. I don't know. If, I don't know. I that's just the gist of it. I don't know, and that's all I've got for you. You're just a wealth of information, aren't you? Uh, I, I'm not here to give you all of the dirty details. I'm just here to make you uncomfortable. And in that vein, I actually have a video that we can screen share that we can watch while we're, <sighs> we're discussing this. I don't know if I want to watch that. It's all right, buddy. You'll be fine. This is just a, a brief couple-minute video, and we will, of course, um, share this link so you all can um, join in on the discomfort it's not playing. Why is it not playing? Oh, there it goes. I was going to say, it's trying to save me. <laughs> Why is there a picture of Trump in the background? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. They're, I already uh, hate it. Yeah, they're uh, stretching their piggies out. So they're in between two walls. Oh, no. How old is this video from, like, 1984? <laughs> this is fucking terrible <laughs> graphics. What? <laughs> That would be called quality. <laughs> what did I say? Graphics. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. I mean, real life is horrible graphics. It really is. There's this dude who thinks he's a tiger. He's wearing a nice little tiger cap. So they're saying people gather from all over the world to partake in this. Uh, so essentially there's a referee who holds their, their feet together. Um, it's so disgusting. Why is it sponsored by Ben and Jerry's? I was just about to ask if you saw that. Ben and Jerry's is apparently the sponsor for this this contest. So there's two walls on each side of the player's feet, which are in the center of these walls. And the point is, I guess, to have your heels constantly touching the ground and locking your large toes together as if they're thumbs. And you are essentially trying to do with a thumb wrestling where you're pushing your opponent's foot to the wall uh, that uh, you're desiring to get him to. Look at fucking... Uh, did you see uh, old uh, KFC Colonel back there? I did. <laughs> Sponsored by Ben & Jerry's, but KFC's very much a part of it. Oh my god, that's enough for me. I hate that. That's enough for me. The, the announcer just announced that if somebody can't keep doing the, the toe fight, that they could call out toe much, and it disqualifies them. <laughs> this is so fucking I, stupid. I hate everything about that. Oh my god. Uh, so that's our, that's our sport segment for this week toe wrestling it's a very real thing some drunkards came up with it and for some reason england is keeping it alive (sighs) i think for all of our troubles they're also doing the cheese wheel race something is going on in england i don't think people have discovered netflix and video games no because they do the cheese wheel race they're doing the toe wrestling uh i'm certain that other things will find uh they'll probably be hosting some weird shit I feel like I'm going to be sick. Oh, my God. So I wanted to bring that to your attention, knowing that you were um, very much not a foot guy. Uh, I, I discovered this, and I thought, this will be perfect. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize this entire episode was going to be an assault on your uh, your mind, but here we are. I thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> um, 
it's uh it's a good time it looks like fun maybe maybe sometime we'll go visit the uh, uh the old country and we'll um we'll participate hell no <laughs> i would participate in the cheese wheel race way before i did this oh fantastic well, we can do both maybe they'll be close enough together we can get it all in one go that's okay <laughs> all right uh well if you have nothing else to add on our sports segment we can dive into the worst part of the episode and find out what uh, the worst of humanity has put on the internet for our enjoyment i am ready all right now this one comes from uh, uh dummy aj he's been very active lately in sending stuff uh, I almost had it, it spoiled to me because he he didn't just send me the word he sent me the screenshot of the definition so I had to like you know like we, we would do uh, back in the olden days uh, when we were doing um, um, like GoldenEye well I guess you weren't doing GoldenEye you said you didn't play that before did you? Nope. But you've had other uh, uh, screen split games where uh, you ought to be honest and only look at your particular square. Yep, I have had that. And uh, I definitely always on 100% of the time never cheated at all. Oh, so you were an asshole. I was a winner, and there's a difference. Uh, is it really winning if you're cheating, though? I mean, the game says so. It declares you as the victor. Mm. Sounds like you needed to have your ass beat. It sounds like you want to have another round of Mario Party. It sounds like you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit uh, less feisty at each other and and more so toward AJ because he brought this to our attention. Just because AJ sent this, it makes me worried about what it's going to be. Yeah, there's nothing safe from him. Playing D and D with them on a weekly basis is a real, or biweekly, I guess, is a, a real unique treat. Um, they um, they make it interesting. I've never experienced D and D with him. I just played Minecraft with him. Well, maybe I'll throw you in one week as a, a guest player, and you can uh, you can experience the fun. So I can just bring Tannen in and just be quiet like I normally am. Exactly. They won't let you be quiet. They will absolutely drag you into it. And not like uh, your your group where they they will eventually bring you in uh, to the conversation when you've been quiet for too long. Like they will actively because you are you know the new guy uh, in the group will actively bring you into it and and make it all about you. So you'll be the star. Oh, I absolutely don't like that. <laughs> well, AJ wants us to take a stab at what a Colorado campfire is. There's something about um, state-associated uh, things lately. We had the Massachusetts Slurpee, and now we're uh, dealing with Colorado campfire. Yeah. So, campfires, thinking about summer and the awful, terrible... Uh, uh, season that it is thank god it's dead and now we've been plunged into this weird uh sudden fall <laughs> where it's now like 60 degrees every day it's I'm nice here for it yeah it's it's my favorite time and i'm here for it it's just weird how it was like 90 all of one week and then the first day of fall it dropped to 60 all of a sudden <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna argue i just hope that we actually get a lot of fall and doesn't go straight to winter like ohio likes to do oh it sure does it sure does um, so Colorado Campfire. I don't know that Colorado has anything to do with it in my mind. I think it's just a alliteration. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, maybe this is something that's very popular to do in Colorado. But if I'm thinking about campfires... I'm I mean, the Cleveland Steamer isn't really popular in Cleveland. That we know of. Well, I guess. It might... If you go pick up a prostitute, maybe that's like 
the default thing. She and you ask her, you know, because it's polite to ask where you should finish when you're with somebody you haven't been with before, right? So you ask where you finish, and then she's gonna say her chest, and you're talking about two different things entirely. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be thinking about prostitutes right now. I don't think I don't think that uh, the podcast is working for our mental issues anymore. It might be time to actually go to therapy. It very well could be. <laughs> Um, Colorado Campfire. All right. Uh, so I think of s'mores when I think of campfire. So I'm wondering if you're essentially making a s'more, but obviously you're going to replace the chocolate with the obvious substitution, right? Me and you are so the same person because that was exactly <laughs> what I was thinking this was going to be. But what if you're also replacing the marshmallow because you, you aren't cooking anything unless you have a heat source in the bedroom. So what if you're just putting jizz-covered shit balls in between graham crackers oh, and eating oh, it oh. as a, a post-coitus delight. Oh. <laughs> You're probably right, though. I can't think of anything else that this could be. I'm sure I'm way off. I'm sure it's something entirely different, but that's that's what quickly came to mind. I um, hope you're way off. Uh, well, it's not like the real answer is going to be any better regardless. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna lose no matter what it is. At least mine makes sense, and this is gonna. I'm sure this is gonna be something that is way off the wall, has nothing to do with anything, and uh, we've just brought into existence a new horrible thing. I'm almost positive that's the case. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any any variation on that, or any alternate ideas before we find out what it is? No, I you stole my answer that it was gonna be. Uh... Shit and cum instead of uh, marshmallow and chocolate. The uh, good old uh, mind meld is finally working. Uh huh. Now, if only <laughs> it would work for the music. <laughs> uh, yeah, if only. Uh, okay, well, um, let's go ahead and find out then what AJ subjected us to this week. A Colorado campfire is the act of stuffing a marshmallow up a girl's asshole. Okay, we're already off to a bad start. <laughs> And then proceeding to fuck the marshmallow deeply inside of her, like one was loading an old Civil War musket. <laughs> so, it's so specific. It's so specific. Uh, okay, that's not the end of it. Uh, upon finishing inside said asshole, the female is asked to evacuate the contents upon two <laughs> eagerly waiting graham crackers. It is considered rude if the cracker is not consumed afterward. <laughs> uh, so we were actually right however an actual marshmallow is involved because you're you're coming into her asshole so there is the cum and the shit but there's going to be an actual marshmallow involved too I fucking hate everything about that I like too probably my favorite part is that the graham crackers are being described as eagerly waiting as if they have the personification of uh, instant gratification uh, <sighs> It's like, I, when I read that, all I could think about was, oh man, what a rough day it's been at work. Oh, can't wait to get home and shove a marshmallow in my girlfriend's ass so she can shit upon those sweet, sweet graham crackers. <laughs> I mean, I feel like these segments are possibly turning into just yucking somebody's yum. It really is. I, this is something for somebody, but I'm hoping nobody that we're reaching and if we are this also goes with buying the boob sweat i don't want to know about it 
Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I don't need to know about your extracurricular activities. And, and then typically I would give you the definition as well, but I think it's pretty self-explanatory here. The uh, or Not the definition, but the example. Uh, the example that they used is, last night my girlfriend made me give her a Colorado campfire. It was delicious. So it's everything you would expect it to be, and yet everything you'd hoped it wasn't. There's nothing delicious about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never eaten cum-covered shit or marshmallows with it. Maybe it is delicious. We don't know. Kristen's not going to let me fuck her in the ass with a marshmallow to find <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I guess that means the, uh, the duty falls to you, buddy. I mean, you can always just skip the middleman and just shit and come on a marshmallow and eat it. You could, but it's not a true Colorado campfire then. You, you've got to do all the way. There's no half-assing. It's the whole ass. Well, I, I'm not doing that. Oh, well, I thought I thought maybe we had another TikTok video idea. No. Because, <laughs> you know, we talked about we're going to eat the, the one-chip challenge, and we'll get to that uh, here uh, in a second. But we, we, we're gonna, we do the one-chip challenge, and we talked about buying the bag of chalk, which I, I'm fully intending to do. Um, and I would like to try the, that pussy energy drink. I think we're just going to eventually go through and systematically uh, make a meal out of the things that we're doing. Um, however, I don't think TikTok's going to allow to stay active if we're shitting onto graham crackers and eating it. No. And there's, there's zero chance I eat that. <laughs> uh, what a delicious delight indeed. Yeah, real delicious. I wonder if there's an alternate. Nope, that's it. That's it. Colorado uh, Campfire has one definition. I was going to say, the last couple of episodes, we've been looking at uh, additional um, possibilities, but it is uh, one and done. People probably don't want to touch this one with a thousand-foot pole. <laughs> Someone's touching it with their pole, right? Ugh. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, um, I'll spare you and let you get out of this one now. Please. So uh, before we get on to the, the good, good skit and find out... Um, what uh, uh, Russ is, is in for as far as my sermon, uh, I do want to mention a couple of quick things. So we did mention the uh, One Chip Challenge. All of you, I'm sure, are familiar as uh, I've made a post about it saying that we were going to do it. Um, that day is coming tomorrow, buddy. I didn't, I didn't realize it was tomorrow already. No, I did. So we're having um, a Hocus Pocus uh, celebration uh, because everyone else outside of me is apparently excited for Hocus Pocus 2. It's because you're lame. I, I'm not really into halloween theme movies, although there's that uh, Adam Sandler one, the Hubie Halloween, I want to watch. Um, Tom, I, a friend of mine saw that and said it sucked. Um, I had but all, he, Oh, God. He likes comedy movies and stuff, and he really likes Adam Sandler movies. He said specifically that one was bad. I had also heard from uh, someone else um, that it was, wasn't was a great movie. I don't know, though. I I enjoy things that people shit on, so maybe it's my thing. Except Graham Crackers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe it'll be my thing. I'll try it out sometime and, and let you know. I mean, it's pretty common knowledge that the stuff I like is very usually... What's the word? Critically said to be garbage, but I don't care. Uh, so I might like Hoobie Halloween, but you like uh, like Rotten Tomatoes shit list. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I, 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 it's been a very long time since I watched the, the first Hocus Pocus. I don't remember it all that well, uh, but we're going to start off watching that and then we're going to do the one chip challenges, the in-between, you know, so you can't properly enjoy the, the, um, the second movie, um, because you're going to be turning and hurting. And, uh, by the time you, you guys hear this recording, that video will already have been made and hopefully released. I'm planning on, um, recording it. Uh, and releasing it immediately. So as of, I believe October first was when I said because there's what thirty days in this month. Mm-hmm. So as of October first, that video should be available on TikTok. Uh, if you're not following our TikTok, you can do so at Overdue for Extinction. Um, but I will also be sharing it to our Facebook page, uh, probably putting it in the Discord group. So wherever you have access to us, you should be able to find it. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be. Real nightmarish for us, but in retrospect, it'll make for a good video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here, um, as I had announced in the Facebook group, we are going to be participating in Extra Life. It is a uh, yearly um, charity event in which uh, we are going to be playing video games for 24 hours to raise money for uh, children who are essentially have... Um, um, like terminal illnesses and stuff. Um, I don't think they're all terminal. I think because obviously you're just raising money for a bunch of dead kids. And, uh, well, that sounds terrible putting it that way, but, um, but anyway, we're raising, uh, money this year. Our selected, uh, hospital is the Akron children's hospital. Um, so we're, we have that, uh, uh, pinned in our uh, announcements um, on our Facebook page. You can go in there and, and find the link to donate. Uh, we're only trying to get $200. I mean, if we can get more than that, that'd be great. And obviously, if we don't hit the 200 anything at all would be a huge help. Uh, me and Russ are going to do our part by playing video games for 24 hours. <laughs> and uh, and we still haven't ironed out the details of that. But we're going to try to work in games that uh, are going to be available to play for, by you know a lot of you, like Overwatch 2. Uh, is going to be huge because that's coming out in less than a week now. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll do some Jackbox games probably, um, Fortnite probably. I don't, I don't know. We haven't really worked out all the details of what we'll be playing, but we'll try to make it as openly accessible to everyone. So if you want to hop in throughout the 24-hour period and interact with us while we are delusional and out of our minds, uh, it should be a good time. Um, and I do plan on live streaming it. Yes, you so. you will live stream. You want to go ahead and give them uh, your app for that so they can find that. Yep. So you can find me on Twitch at Cryo Weasel. Um, I haven't worked out when, like, timing of when we're gonna start and stuff. Um, I do want to do a stream first just to make sure I remember how to stream because I have not done it in a hot minute. And I think we did settle on a day. Uh, was it November 4th? We're going to start it? Uh, I think it was either the 4th or the 5th. Uh, it would be whatever the Friday is going to be of that week. Uh, we're going to take off work for that Friday. Um, and we're going to start... Did we say 4 p.m.? Uh, that sounds right. It might be tentative, but we decided it might be easier uh, to do that as opposed to waking up at 8 a.m. because we're fucking lazy slobs. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to do that. You guys can are welcome to join us, welcome to watch the stream. Uh, maybe we'll do a live episode. Uh, we'll stream it and release it as raw, and, and you guys will get like a bonus episode for that week maybe. We, we, we haven't decided yet. We haven't ironed out all the details, but we're still working on it. But uh, uh, if you are interested in engaging with us in any way for that, please let us know. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we get on to your, your heavenly experience in church? Nope. All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and hop out and uh, enjoy the uh, rest of my beautifully written handwork, handiwork. <laughs> handwork is what I do in the privacy of my own bathroom. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's get to it. This place is really packed. You'd expect from the way he talked about his sermons that there wouldn't be anybody here. There should be a seat around here somewhere. Oh, that'll do. Buried in the middle where he can't see me. Let's see what's bringing all these people in. Thank you all for coming. We gather today to sustain our souls and partake in the nourishment for them as we require for spiritual growth. Lord above, watch over us as we continue about our journey to seek your ways for us. Amen. Now, we have a very special video to show you all before today's lesson. Now, please enjoy it as I did. A movie during church? Maybe this isn't so bad. I should have attended a long time ago if it was just going to be a weekly movie. Well, there was that one time in college. A couple of frat brothers and myself got pretty drunk and messed around. What the fuck? That's me. He can't be showing this to... We must all be hungry for the Lord. Hungry like this young man here who saw the glizzies like he had been wandering the desert for 40 years without proper sustenance. Look at the pie hole on this fella. If he sang the praises of our Lord with that thing, with the same ferocity that he guzzled his roomy's syrup of life, well, the whole city might hear the majesty of God. (laughs) Where I had to steal just to survive? Surely God can forgive somebody who stole for survival, right? Who would send a person to hell for taking some food from a giant corporation for their sake of staying alive? And as if he hadn't received enough of his fill from his fraternity brother's filling, this Aladdin wannabe believed he could just steal from others to feed himself. Now the Lord loves us all, whether we be street rat or sultan, smelly hood rat or fresh and clean priest. And let me tell you, as someone who had to spend some time in an enclosed space with that motherfucker, I would have rather been crucified. Some might say Jesus had an easier time than I. You can't say those things about me. Those things were said in confidence, and you're just going to make fun of me like I'm not a real person with feelings? Uh, well, I did advise you that my sermons weren't for everyone. I mainly meant you, so, you know, this one's on you. I confided in you. Told you things I wouldn't have told other people. I can't believe you'd do this. Fuck this whole church and fuck you and you and you over there with the large sun hat. Your long neck and floppy brimmed hat make you look like the dick that you are. I'm getting out of here. Uh, do watch the... Oh, shit. Bunched up rug. 
Someone please help Prince Ali mount his flying carpet properly and see him to the doors. Uh, maybe if you rub your lamp a few more times, you'll pop out a genie instead of your liquid sadness and self-loathing. <sighs> well, hallelujah. Now turn to the person on either side of you and greet them with some love. Hakuna Matata. If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shitposting. We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode, we usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover, and you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok, also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show, or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at overdueforextinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server, where we have channels dedicated to each segment. Be sure to also give us your birth date so we can do a personal birthday shout-out and a Florida Man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us, and be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms. Because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves? And most importantly, stay smart and stay safe, dummies. Over to for extinction.